the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The just shall live by faith. We'll talk about that next on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Join us. Ours is a life, for the most part, that is lived by fact. Oh, we may have faith that the chair will hold us, but we can actually see and feel that chair and know that it will. But to live by faith? Well, that's what God calls us to. Hi, welcome to Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church in Hercules. So how is it that we live by faith? Here in Hebrews chapter 10 through chapter 11, we're told that. Join us as we examine it together with this edition of Truth For Today from Valley Bible Church in Hercules, our teacher and pastor now. Here's Pastor Phil Howard. Go ahead, emulate me. Go ahead, Muhammad, try it. Go ahead, Buddha, try it. Try all you pagan philosophers. You can't duplicate what I did. It's on record. I gave you a record. This is who I am. This is the one I'm telling you to put your faith in, not mist, not fog, not I, I, I'll create my own God. And you know what? Here's idolatry. Watch this in idolatry. We, we get out a log. Read Isaiah 40, Isaiah 43, and we chop it, chop it, and get this. We take this part of the log. It's kind of winter months. Let's build a fire. Oh, that feels good. Let's take the other part of the tree and carve the God. We're going to say created everything. Uh, Please give us rain. Uh, Give us fertility. Give us children, animals. And Isaiah said, why don't you talk to it? Hey, hey, you, you, shoo, shoo. Let's take Elijah and the prophets of Baal. They said, we'll pray. They said, you need to pray more. Go ahead and pray. It may really pay off. All day, they danced on the fire. They cut themselves. They screamed. And then Elijah steps up. He said, start pouring water on the wood. What? Yeah, pour water. Would you fill it? They put so much water, it ran in all the gutters around it. Oh, you don't have a chance. Watch. I serve the God that answers by fire. God, show them who you are. <laughs> and kills 400 prophets of Baal besides a barbecue. I mean, like that. Over here, Isaiah said, you got a God that can't see, a God that can't hear. Isaiah 46 says, your God can't even walk. You've got to carry him around, Baal and Marduk. What are you carrying your gods? Israel, when was the last time you carried me? I carried you on eagle's wings out of Egypt. I flew you out on my wings. My people don't carry me. 
I'm a burden-bearing God. I'm not a burden. He said in Isaiah 1, you have wearied me with all your sacrifices. You've wearied me with all your holy days. He said, you give all the God sacrifices, and the only thing you give me is your sins. I've carried you all day. So we got over here. Please, please, Marduk. Please, Osiris, the God of Egypt. Osiris, kind of a humorous thing. It was believed in Egyptian mythology that the blood veins of Osiris was the Nile River. God said, you think it's blood. Well, go out and get a drink from the Nile. Turn to blood. Ten gods fell in the ten plagues. Each one of those plagues represented another god of Egypt. And God said, there's going to be a battle between the gods of Egypt and the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you watch, I'm going to give you all the flies you can stand, all the frogs you can sleep with, and all the blood you can drink. I'm the god that's going to part a Red Sea, and I'm going to show you the gods of Egypt cannot stand up to me. I want the nations to know who I am. This is the god we put our faith in, not a mythological made-up God. We've got records. We've got records. We've got records. We've got prophets. We've got miracles on record. That's why the devil doesn't want you to study this Bible. He doesn't want you to know it. This is the record of God about his own conduct. He's revealed himself. Don't be trying to get dreams and visions. What would you do with them? Television is all you can stand you need this. This is the word of God. Well, I, I just don't get around to it. It's no wonder you're full of doubt and fear. Your empty heart is full of emptiness. And when you don't have time to hear him, it's like saying, I don't have time to look at her picture anymore. You know, when I first got that high school picture, when we got to going together, I looked at it three times a day. I said, man, I can't wait till we get married. Now I can't even find it. <laughs> Where is it? Maybe it's faded love. I don't know. But uh, some country boy made some money off of that. Do you ever look in God's photograph book? Got any pictures of it? Now, now, let me, uh, uh, Calf, come in and help me. Uh, you look like an atheist. Come here. You're my atheist right now, but you got a Ph.D. in molecular chemistry astrophysics. That's a sat down, son. Okay? We're both in this room. I want to ask you, what chair are you sitting in when you look out? If you're, in, if you're this brilliant scientist over here, let's say we're both in a room. All the curtains are drawn. And we've got to stay there for a week. They slip food underneath the door. I have to, happen to be just a normal bumpkin kind of guy. But I believe the Bible I believe Christ is my Savior. And all I really got to go on is Scripture. You know, fundamentalist, literalist, right-wing, Appalachian mentality. Just good enough to dig coal. But this guy is brilliant. He's gone to Cambridge, Harvard, Oxford, 
and enjoying Scientology. You know, he, 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 he's, he's brilliant. This guy's out there. And, and we take a week, since he knows how to use microscopes, how, knows how to diagnose and break down things to chemical makeup. And we're in this room for a week. He breaks down everything in it. He examines. He tells me what the curtains are made of. He's got formulas for everything. This and that. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. He starts rattling off to me. It's made up of, let's say, you know, H956-39X. Woo, that's brilliant. I don't know what it means, but that's marvelous. <laughs> wow, what a formula. What a mathematician you are. You've got every angle in this room figured out. You've written books on this room. And after a week, he publishes, this is all there is. And on the seventh day, I simply say, well, wait there, Ph.D. <laughs> Pull back the curtains, and the moon happens to be out. He'd never seen that because the curtains were closed. And then we wait there until the morning. The sun comes out. He said, where did that come from? I said, you mean it wasn't in the room? No, it wasn't. Look at all these planets out here. You don't even know. Those are stars. You didn't know that wasn't in your study, was it? No, because it wasn't in the room. It wasn't in the room. You could just write about what's in the room, okay? And you... I'm impressed. I don't know what's in the room. I'd say curtain, wood, floors, and, you know, uh, and you. And I, I can't even break down your chemical makeup. In it. I, I'm just kind of a dummy about this stuff. But I know that's the moon. And we call that the sun. And, and there's something. Wow. You see, he's in the first story, and in the first story, you can even see stars, moon, and sun, and be brilliant. Oh, my, these mathematics. I mean, it's uh, to get us to the moon. You figure we've not got, have we made it to any other planet? Have we made it to Mars? Huh? Not with people. Okay. I mean, there's quite a bit out there we've never got to yet. And it's fascinating. But in this seat of naturalism, he's in the seat. Everything is just measurable. And, and you see, there's three heavens in the Bible. Did you know that, Prof? No, you don't. You're supposed to say no. Nope. <laughs> well, see, there, there's two heavens you can see. The first ones we call the atmosphere. You see it by day. That's the atmosphere. The second heaven is the stratosphere. You see it at night. Stars, moon. The third heaven is where God's throne is, and you can only see it by faith. And I'm a people of faith. I believe what God's He said there's a third heaven, and he's sitting above the earth, the circular of it. And so I said, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, go out and get the morning paper in not Dothan. Go out and get it, boy. He goes out comes back and says, wow, we're surrounded by the Syrian army. They're getting ready to kill us. It's curtains. Elias wakes up. The boy's a wreck. He's giving him volume. 
<laughs> and he says, come with me, son. And he goes out and he said, Lord, touch his eyes. And all of a sudden, he said, the hills are full of the chariots of God. Amen. They're full of angelic beings. Did you see that the first time? No, no, I, I'm sitting in the chair of naturalism. You can't see the unseen world. And then you come out here, man of faces. He comes back in the tent and said, son, it's okay. We got him outnumbered. All the armies of heaven are lined up, and they eliminate Syria in a day. Yeah. One man, one man could put the flight a thousand. And, and, and then, just like, let's pick on it some more. You get the disciples in Mark 4. They're on the Sea of Galilee. They're afraid. The storm comes up. And all of a sudden, might have been Peter or James said, I see a ghost. Have you ever seen what you called a ghost was really Jesus? And Jesus shows up, hey, dummies, it's not a ghost. It's me. It's me. I walk on water. What's a ghost going to do for you? I think. Then go to chapter 6 of Mark. He's just fed 5,000. He just fed 4,000, if you read chapter 4 and 5. And now he's in the boat with the men. And guess what? They get into a little scuffle. And you know what they fuss about? Get this. Get this. They're worried to death that they have no bread on board. We don't have any bread. You dummies, you're traveling with the bread maker. And and here we are, people of faith. Well, Well, I can't see the bread. I can't see the money. I can't see this. And he's going to say in chapter 11, 1, you know, faith lets you count as substance things you can't even see. For by faith we understand the world was made by the Word of God. By faith. See, if you've got a God our size, there's no problem believing he made something that big. Tell me what makes the most sense to you. The chair of the naturalist, which if you go and get a degree in science at Cal or any of our secular schools, are going to say, and I hope I'm fair, I'm going to try my best to be, that creation, matter, what we have today, what we can see and test, is the product of, uh, let's see, time plus space plus chance plus an impersonal beginning. Is that fair? There's no one back there. No one's back there. And a good, trained, educated mind knows that's that's the truth. Because we've got empirical, scientific proof nobody was back there. I'm sorry, honey, Kodak wasn't around that many billion years ago. Your imagination was back there but not empirical, observable facts. Okay? Now you come over here as fundamentalists who are crazy enough to believe that the first three chapters of the Bible, Genesis, God spoke and did not stutter. He said, in the beginning, God created. And you said, that can't be. Uh, That is a Jewish myth 
made up to counteract other pagan theories of origins. That is simply a Jewish bias, and they wrote it in the Jewish Bible, and it's a Jewish made-up myth and genealogy. Well, if you don't understand it, God knew you'd need more information, so he tells you what he did on each day. The first day, I did this. The second day, I did that. The third day, the fourth day, fifth day, I made a gorilla, and on the sixth day, I made you. That, that, that is, in this view, there's no personal beginning. You've got to have a gorilla in there somewhere. That's our ancestry. Come on, come on. Be scientific. Quit being Bible thumpers. Quit acting stupid here. Be scientific. I've got to have them on the fifth day because I show up on the sixth. Said no, 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 no gorilla on the fifth day. Fifth day is exactly what he wants. He makes man in his own image. Now this is why prejudice, chauvinism, racism, anything that devalues any part of humanity made in the image of God is great sin. You you mean the man's color would determine how you give him worth? A gender of a person would determine how you treat him. She's a woman. We dare not pay her well. Total prejudice, total chauvinism. It's wrong. It violates the image we're made in. You may think they're ugly and worthless. Don't mess with the Creator's humanity. His mark is all over human beings. We are set apart. So, we ask, are you walking moment by moment by faith now in God's Word and God's plan? I want to close with this, that uh, in Romans 6, he says, as we used to offer our members unto unrighteousness that led to sin, we should begin by faith, yielding ourselves to Christ. And Romans 7 says something beautiful. Romans 7 says that Christ is the bridegroom of the church, and we are the bride. And he says, we were made his bride so that he could bear his fruit through us. Now, now remember, this fruit here happens to be offspring, not grapes like John 15, the branches and the vine. This is as I yield my life to Christ, my heavenly bridegroom, and as his bride, he bears his children through me. And the only thing I've got to do is be walking by faith and keep making myself available to Christ by faith. And you know what the miracle is? As you keep by faith offering God your body, I'm in the arms of my bridegroom, I'm here to bear your children. I'm here to be intimate with you and to bear your likeness in a fallen world. We become like Mary when the angel came down to her and said, Mary, the Son of God is going to be born out of your womb. And he said, what seems impossible with man will be possible with me. Now watch this beautiful truth. God asked her permission for 
I'm not trying to be vulgar. He wouldn't rape her. You remember what she said? I am your servant. Do what you will. My body's yours. Even my womb. Whatever you want to do with me, Lord, is all right with me. Your Lord. And then God does something in this active-passive relation. Look, she actively gives God permission. My body is yours to do whatever you want. Guess what? She didn't have the power to get pregnant. She's a young Jewish virgin girl. But said, you said, you said this is what you do. You've got to provide the power. I just provide the body. This is called active-passive cooperation. Here, Lord, you said you'd bear your fruit through me. You got me. You're, you're the power. I don't know how to bear a baby and remain a virgin. But that's all up to you. You made the promise. You said, that, you know what? And you don't know how God could take the kind of life you've lived and where you've been and how low down and how far you were that God now wants to bear his fruit through your body. You're his bride. He's waiting you to have the walk of faith. It says, moment by moment, take me, use me. My life is not my own. I yield to my heavenly bridegroom. Bear your fruit through me. Are you bearing fruit or have you become barren? Are you walking by faith? I cannot tell you how many believers, the last time they believed God was when they got saved. They haven't hardly lived by faith since. It's been doubt all the way. Doubt, 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 doubt. Can you, can you? Worry, worry. When will you believe him? My righteous ones live by faith. That's what we ought to be known for. Believing him for the future, which is called hope. Believing him for the now. That's yielding my life to his impossible to describe power. I just do the yielding. He does the enabling. This, this is the word of God. Father, I pray we will become a fruitful bride. That we will be people that act in faith. Live in faith. Ask in faith, that we walk by faith, not by sight, that we do not uh, keep counting the size of the giants, but keep relying on our God. I don't care what ISIS is doing. I don't care how, what a botched job the politicians are doing. I'm not, Father, if I looked at the waves, I would say I only see ghosts out there. But help us by the eye of faith see the master of the sea and the master of us. You still want to do great things in these days. You're looking to see, is your body available for my power? I'll do the miracle. I'm seeking your permission. Will you yield your members? As you yielded them to sin unto unrighteousness, yield them unto me unto righteousness. Please, Father, take and use us. Manifest Christ to this lost, lost culture. May they see Christ in us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Our time together today, taking us to God's Word, growing in grace. And it is our prayer that as we spend time with you here on our Sunday edition of Truth For Today, that you find yourself encouraged, prepared to go and worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you have questions or comments about the broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. As always, your correspondence with us means a great deal. It lets us know that we're here on a regular basis on KFAX doing what the Lord has called us to do, and that is mutually edifying one another in the glory of Christ. Again, questions, comments, prayer requests, feel free to contact us at 855-833. 9864. That's 855-833-9864. Or you can write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. We're here in Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. Resource materials and other information can be found at our website, valleybible.org. That's valleybible.org. And as we conclude our time together, we also would remind you that this broadcast is listener-supported. As you link arms with us financially and prayerfully, we're able to continue the ministry here on KFAX, not only Monday through Friday in the mornings, but also Sunday mornings here as well. And again, We'd love to hear from you. You can donate securely online, and it is a tax-deductible donation. You can do so at valleybible.org or simply write and send your check to 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California, 94547 is the zip code. Information about today's broadcast, copies, and what all is available, simply call us at 855 833 9864. Also, as you do support the ministry on a regular basis, you become a TFT sustainer, which means a quarterly newsletter, a once a year special gift, and access to Pastor Phil's weekly video devotional called Take a Break. Find out more by visiting valleybible.org. And if you're not currently involved in a worship service near you, consider joining us here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Details, directions, and information can again be found at valleybible.org or by calling 855-833-9864. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, God bless. God bless.